Hey bookers, here we are back again for our fourth podcast mm -hmm. or something like that. And I'm Cheryl. I'm Tanisha. This is Sherilyn. And we are ready to First review of all, a yeah. book. First, I want to shout out our wine because that's the most important part other than the reading, sure. This one is Cougar Crest. It's, uh, where is this? Anniversary Cuvée. Oh, ooh, red wine in Walla Walla Valley. Mmm, cougar, tough like a cat. <laughs> Washington <laughs> State, baby. That's Go good. Cougs. So um, this month we read, and we're sorry it's actually been six weeks because some of us are lame and had vacations. We apologize to anyone who cares out there. I just want to point out that I'm not one of those people <laughs> that I am dedicated to not having a life and reading. So. And speaking of that, we do know there are some people that care. Let's give a shout out to Becca. <gasps> hey, Becca. Becca. Thanks Becca. for listening. And we have Jen McLeod. Oh, She's yes. She's one of our regular hey, listeners. Jen. Thanks for and listening. And Shauna Sherwood. Shauna, thanks She's for listening. She's one of our listeners. And my nephew, Zach. Hey, Zach. <laughs> hey, Zach. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Lord. Um, so this month we read. So first off, I'm going to give you a little backstory about why we chose this book. Um, so I picked this one because the author, Dina Santarelli, um, contacted me on Instagram and, and asked if we'd be interested in reading her book. She knew that I love thrillers. Um, and so she had said, you know, hey, would you guys check out our book? Um, and so, yeah, I read some reviews about it and it was really well received. And um, the author is like the most personable human being. Um, we're kind of like besties now. So <laughs> I know the rest of you are going to be really jealous that Dina Santorelli isn't your best friend, but we talk all the time. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, the book is called In the Red by Dina Santorelli. Excellent. Thank you, Sherilyn. Would you like to read your summary of the book for our listeners? Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that you guys can follow along if you have not read the book. So full disclaimer, uh, my summary is going to tell you absolutely almost everything that happened in the book. So if you would like to read this book, which we hope that you will, um, and you don't want to know everything that's going to happen, you might turn this off, read the book, and then check it out. But um, yeah, here we go. So the town accountant, Kurt Stryker, is brutally murdered and his office is set on fire. The entire town of Gardenia is left to wonder who would commit such a crime. In the beginning, we're introduced to several characters weaved throughout this mystery. We meet the new charming and charismatic Marty Benning, who opened an accounting firm across the street from Stryker and won the hearts of the town and all the women in it. Known for his rivalry and competition with Stryker, he becomes the most likely suspect with the most to gain from his death. Muriel is a recently separated mother of two who works at Marty's friend's plastic surgery office. He quickly lays his sights on Muriel, and throughout the book we see their relationship grow, much to the, the dismay of Muriel's best friend Roxanne. Anthony Santriano is the state assemblyman who hired Stryker to manage his campaign's finances. After Stryker is murdered, a shady man starts threatening Santriano for payment that Stryker owed him. He confronts Santriano at his cousin's house and later breaks into his home. Santriano learns the man threatening him is named Tom Cranston. Parker is an eager rookie journalist looking for his big break. He starts following people affiliated with Stryker to attempt to solve the case. 
Detective Betty Munson, days from retirement, is pulled into investigating Stryker's murder. While examining the autopsy photos, she notices strange marks on his abdomen. Her young son comes across the crime scene photos and points out that the marks are in the shape of the constellation Orion. While on a field trip with her kids to a planetarium, she learns that Kirk Stryker's assistant, Eva Sansgard, is the daughter of a famous astrologer named Henry Sansgard. Betty learns through interviews that Henry used to molest his daughters. When she tries to confront Eva about the abuse, Eva speeds away and kills herself by running into a tree. Eva has the same Orion markings on her stomach, Betty learns. After lab tests return on a glass found at the crime scene and seeing Benning's name in a calendar book, Marty Benning is arrested and charged with Kirk's murder. While following all of the characters, Parker the journalist sees a man break into Assemblyman Santriano's house and he follows him to his home. He sneaks in the back door and finds a hidden compartment with alarming evidence that Stryker was the head of a child pornography ring that had been originally ran by the astronomer Sansgard called the Orion Project. He turns this into the police and Marty Benning is freed. Assemblyman Centriano is pulled into the witch hunt as it is believed he played a part in the porn ring since his campaign was managed by Stryker. Upon Marty's release, Muriel tries to call Marty, but he doesn't return her call. She drives to his apartment and discovers his building is engulfed in flames and learns Marty perished in the fire. When contacted by the press about his involvement in the Orion Project, Santriano learns that Tom Cranston has been arrested and his cousin Marco has been charged with the arson and death of Marty Benning. As Eva Sansgard died in the hospital, she told Detective Munson the girls are safe. After being exploited as a child, she ended the Orion Project forever with the murder of Stryker. Yes. Well done. Thanks. So that is uh, my synopsis on all the elements of what happened. Okay. And I think the last one was Sansfield, not Sansgard. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Dina. <laughs> you, were try- you were trying to make it so that it wasn't a total spoiler. Yeah, now let's make it a spoiler you won't know the real name. That we'll know that it's really <laughs> Sorry. Which one of these facts isn't really true in my summary? <laughs> Fact checkers. <laughs> so what's the over- what was your overall impression, Sherilyn? You know, I honestly really liked the book. Um, I thought that it was kind of, it kept me guessing. Um, Mm. I, I thought Marty Benning was like a very cut and dry, um, suspect of it. And I did Mm. not see the like porn ring angle coming in. And I, I thought that that was really interesting. So I thought that the author is a great writer. Mm. I thought out of all of the books we've read so far, I really enjoyed her writing. It was, um, really easy to follow and yeah, and kept me engaged. So I really liked the book. Mm. Tanisha, what did you think? My turn. Uh-huh. We're cringing. <laughs> Go ahead. We're uh, sorry for anything Tanisha says. Uh, I thought it was okay. I thought it was just, it's just standard mystery. Um, I, you know, disliked the ending, but that's not really unusual for me. I tend to dislike endings in general, but I, I disliked the ending. Um, I did really appreciate though that a lot of her characters I felt were realistic like we can get into this a little bit later but like they were complete assholes which is exactly how they would be in real life so even though they might have bothered me as I read it I actually felt like they were realistic characters so I really did like that 
Um, the book kept me engaged. I mean, I read it, you know, over a course of a couple days, so it wasn't like something I was like, oh, I guess I'll just get to this later. So, you know, it, it, it was, it was good. It wasn't, you know, best mystery or anything I've read. I, you know, but it was good. Okay. That is an amazing rating <laughs> yeah. from Tanisha. Because nice. normally... Well, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got to the discussion part yet. So I really like the book also. Thank you. Thank you, Dina, for knowing the difference between a period, a comma, <laughs> a semicolon, and how to use them. Oh my gosh, that was so refreshing. And to know how to put a sentence together. Yeah, and definitely. Yeah, it was great. In fact... I like that part probably best about the book is reading. And so I went in and I did a little bit of research on Dina because I really was hoping that she was about a 20 something year old. Mm. And when I researched, I realized, oh, shoot, she's probably about my age, if not exactly my age, because she said she went to college mm. with a typewriter mm. and came out with a computer. I had a brother typewriter when I went to college with a correctable ribbon and I was never ever going to get rid of that typewriter because I loved it so much. Mm. And then I met my husband mm. and he showed me computers and I was like, nope, I'm never going to switch. But I, I did switch. And I also saw a picture of like her high, I think a high school picture mm. or something, and it could have been my high school picture. Stop so, her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's freaking no, Gate yeah. creeper. It was all just on the internet on why, something. Why were you hoping she was in her 20s? Because if she was in her 20s, it would give me hope that, For that generation. Yeah, that, that we, we haven't mm. lost the mm. art of writing and the ability to write. <laughs> and so I was really sad to oh. see that she was. Her Probably English professors are, are really proud. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this, this new generation coming up, they do not know how to write. It's all about creative writing, but don't worry about putting a sentence together. They don't diagram sentences anymore in school, mm -hmm. which is really sad because when you diagram sentences, that's how you learn how sentences get put together and mm -hmm. how you can rewrite sentences to mean the exact same thing, but not do see spot run run spot mm. run spot type sentences so anyhow i'll get into more of the discussion about the book but i really liked it thank you dina for knowing how to write yeah oh that's sweet <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so our rating system for this go around just so you know at the end we'll be rating it is for erectile dysfunction medications, specifically on how quickly their onset of action is. So <laughs> our rating is one through five, one being the lowest, five being the highest, but we do these instead. So a one, we're going to call a Viagra, okay, which has an onset of action about 30 minutes to 60 minutes. A number two is Cialis, onset about 20 to 30 minutes. Then we're going to go next to the... Sendra, which is onset of about 15, that's the three. Uh, four is going to be Levitra, which is onset is about 10. And these are all orals, except for number five. Mm. Number five is Caverject, which is an injectable. That's right, I said injectable. And, <laughs> and you uh... <laughs> don't inject it in your arm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no. Uh... 
pharmacist Tanisha, <laughs> just could you please leg, tell the, the public where you inject this drug at? You inject it into the penis, specifically the opening of the penis. Oh. Was um, it the opening? I thought it was in the side in the corpus cavernosum. Oh, do I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't Both have sound a penis. awful. I don't have a penis, but um, <laughs> I thought it went just straight in that way. But anyway, so this one is an injectable form, and um, let's say it's right down the middle because that sounds more. That sounds more. Brutal. Oh, they both yeah. sound so terrible. So that is a um, number. Our number five, whatever highest rating, uh, painful, but it works very, very quickly. You know, within ten minutes, if not sooner. So. That's our rating for those girl rounds, so we'll be telling you our individual ratings here at the end. But uh, now we're going to go through kind of our more specific discussion topics regarding writing, plot, characters, and kind of the ending and, and whatnots. So, you want to go? Yeah, so um, writing style. I first have to say that our last book that we read, The Power, um, and Naomi Alderman, what? she introduced a lot of characters, and I, I kept saying how, like, man, my ADD is freaking out, and I can't keep everybody mm -hmm. straight, mm -hmm. and I felt like... I kept having to go back and read about who even that person was. Like, I didn't even remember those characters. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? And I thought, like, oh, I hope I don't read another book like this. And then Tanisha, who started reading the book first, warned me, there's a lot of characters. And yes. but reading this one, I had no issue with keeping straight of who the characters were. Like, character it was very... Character development was beautiful. I mm. felt like... Every one of them was interesting. They were engaging. They had a really great role. They really all mm. kind of gave in to the plot and wondering about who murdered Stryker. Mm. So I think she did a really good job about, um, I think in any kind of mystery too, you have to have a lot of characters. That's mm. what makes it a good whodunit. Right, right. I went and watched... Um, yeah. On Friday, I went to the um, old theater here in town, and they were showing, um, and then there were none, and that, which was oh, an Agatha Christie, okay, and that was like a good whodunit, mm -hmm. where like the, I think it started out with 10 people, and whittled down, and everybody started dying, and you don't know who it was, and it kept you guessing till the end. This book did the same thing. Yeah. It was mm -hmm. great. Every character in there, I'm like, ooh, what what are we going to find out about them? And what's their part in it? So <laughs> I was really fascinated the whole time, and I really liked it. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> did you really just go, ooh? ooh. Yeah, I did. It was like, ooh. I think part of Muriel. this is because of your love for Dina <laughs> in general. Oh, oh Dina. As you're reading, I just imagine you laughing to yourself, like, oh, Dina, characters. Oh, my gosh. You know what? How many authors are as, as personable as Dina? I, okay. I agree. Fair, I fair enough. Fair I, enough. I agree. I defend you, Sherilyn. Thanks, Cheryl. I'm just jealous. Tanisha's <laughs> just jealous. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I... Yeah, I felt connected because of our mm. age. I'm sure we're the same age. I'm positive of it. We're very close. Anyway, as far as character development, I completely agree with you. When I started mm. reading, there were all these different characters, but I had no trouble keeping track of who was who. I mean, I'll be honest. I'll, I will be honest. There were a couple of times where I'd be reading and I'd go, okay, now who's this guy again? Mm -hmm. Or, okay, who's Parker again? Or, you know, some of the less um, prominent characters I... I did have to think about it, but mm. it didn't take long before I remembered. I could never remember who Betty was. 
It's like, yeah. who that what? is? Betty again? Yeah. She's, like, so important. She oh, is. But... She is phoning it in. She's, yeah. like, the worst detective. You could tell she was ready for retirement. <laughs> <laughs> she was, like, over it. Yeah. yeah. But the again, only... I felt like it was realistic. Like, a realistic thing where it's like, oh, there's a name in a calendar. Ooh, a thumbprint on a glass. It must be Benning who did it. Arrest him. Yes. Where I'm like, are you, really? This is, this is all we have. Okay, sure, sure, Betty. She just wanted to retire is how I felt about it. Yeah, that. that's, yeah, you're probably right. She just wanted to retire. Because <laughs> her kids were upset. Like, her kids, yeah. she wanted to be, like, home with their kids, so she was hoping it was just going to be a quick open and close case. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't, like, smatter cocaine places. I'm sure she's got some stash somewhere. Oh, no, look. <laughs> I saw this in a minute. Dun, dun. Put her throw-down gun out there and, um... Yeah, yeah. Say, that's, that's the gun he used. <laughs> look what I found. Oh, no. <laughs> um, anyway, what else do we have on here? So, character development, writing style. We, we went through that. The yeah. plot... Well, so characters, a couple things on that. Okay. So, I really liked Muriel. Mm -hmm. I liked her more at the beginning because I felt she was sort of like a no-nonsense. Like, she was sort of brushing Benning off. And then, mm -hmm. you know, she tell, she told that girl, like, you don't need plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. You know, like, she mm -hmm. kind of yeah, felt I like... like that. Yeah, she oh, felt... Oh, I liked that one, too. Yeah, she felt, like, pretty strong and honest and then all of a sudden, she gets tricked into going on this date with Benning, and then it's, oh, I love him. Yeah, oh, but Peter. that's how those kind of guys Peter, are, though. Peter, And then, okay. smooth, though. That's how those that. guys are. Like, okay. I feel like I'm a strong woman, and I have succumbed to some, like, smooth con men before, basically. Yeah, like, I, I feel like it's easy to get wrapped up, and I think that mm -hmm. that needed to show her, like, being strong and being like a mother bear and then like finally choosing herself and like giving in to I liked that. Well, yeah. and I did roll my eyes. There was a couple of times that pulled me on the story where I was just like, oh, I was a little cringy. One of them was when he like Benny comes to her house for like a date or whatever, and then he he says something like you feel this? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I did laugh corny. about that too. I mean, yeah. like they just jumped and at each they other. Jump, jump oh, into bed God. all of a sudden. I, I was, was like, oh, Dina. Um, <laughs> but, but I will say, you know, Roxanne, um, Muriel's friend, gets upset because Muriel kind of goes, you know, MIA. Yeah. She's so wrapped Which up is in realistic. I Which is realistic. That's exactly. When I met my yes. husband. I really yeah. like that because I'm like, that is totally how it is. Yeah. You sort of forget your friends and stuff. Yeah. Yep. You're so wrapped up. The other thing was, is um, her teenage daughter was being a complete asshole about it, which is totally something she would mm -hmm. do. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Her parents had just gotten divorced. She didn't really understand what was going on. So it's like, she's got to tell daddy on mommy. And so her kids were just bastards in this. But again, it was realistic. Yeah. You know? It's like, exactly what would exactly. happen it annoyed me and i wanted to slap the crap out of him but it was realistic because yeah. that's how you feel in real life like if that yes. same situation was going on with your co-worker you'd feel the same way yeah mm -hmm. and so, you know the other thing i really liked in the book there were some parts in there where it was like laugh out loud funny i mean there were a couple of parts especially in the beginning where i just thought it was really funny and i can't remember what 
I can't even remember what they were, but there were a couple mm. of times where I just laughed. I had to laugh out loud. So there was humor it was purposely in the book. funny or you were laughing because it was... Like, no, I mean, oh, okay. it was really, it was funny. Like okay. she meant to be funny. Mm. I mean, I think she did. Um, but. The one thing I did not like is that I felt like Eva was fat shamed in this book a lot. Anytime Eva was discussed as a character, it was always mentioning how big she was, how obese she was, how she was sweating because she's so obese. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like her bulging stomach and like that really bothered me because you don't do that with the other characters. We're like, oh, the, you know, tight nippled, skinny waisted, you know, you don't mention that every time. So that really <coughs> kind of drew me out and I really, that gave me a distaste in my mouth because Eva other than just being really shy and overweight what else was there about her that you got to know from the book that made her weird mm -hmm. there wasn't but she was hated by like the women in her office nobody really liked her they kept saying oh she's weird the only reason was because she was shy and she was fat so I did not like that that mm -hmm. really bothered me yeah I think she could have developed more than just those two points and I wonder yeah. I wonder and that's something we can you know hopefully ask oh I am <laughs> That is going to be my question, like, you know. Because maybe she, maybe, like, that's the part that um, she maybe has more things about Eva that do make her weird and not sociable because of the trauma and stuff she went through. I can't imagine mm. being really withdrawn and probably socially awkward if you were part of a child mm. porn ring. And yeah, so that's interesting. I, maybe yeah. that part maybe needed to be developed more. It but did. It did. And I wish, because, you know, she pointed out, you know, she had a young looking face, you know, she hadn't gone on dates in a while. She liked to read, all this stuff. It's fine. But it just, it bothered me. It didn't need to be mentioned every time the character was brought into the story about how obese she was. That yeah. really bothered me. Yeah, I and didn't notice that at the time, but now that you say that, yeah. I, yeah. I, and then, you know, when she she go. eventually dies, um, and it's because she, basically she dies because they can't heal her due to her obesity, which is such crap. Like, basically she gets in the car accident, and it's like, well, due to her obesity, she's going to... You know, she's not going to make it. So if she had been skinny, she would have been fine. Like, that really bothered me, too. And I, I don't know what that was about. And I'll, you know, I'm definitely going to ask Dina because that, that did pull me out where I was like, mm, mm -hmm. what? Mm. I was just kind of going through my notes. And one of the other things that I kind of wondered about was um, how how did Muriel hold two daytime jobs? She was an elementary teacher and she was a receptionist or whatever at the surgeon's office yeah she was like prn at the surgeon's office though it was like she just covered oh, a was couple she? days okay it wasn't thought, like full time it was an everyday from... thing i didn't think so i, mean, I kept forgetting really her boss's name kind of... that was like the only oh, character that would, would confuse me when he'd pop in was her boss that was such a jerk when he'd pop in yeah. they're all like wait oh, who's yeah. that but that was the only character where ass. i yeah he, he was, was awful and um, I liked Benning okay. I didn't understand this whole, like, because he had his bodyguard, Bobby, mm -hmm. that was kind of running around checking <laughs> stuff out. I didn't understand this, and she didn't really fully explain it. She just alluded to, like, he did some, worked with some, you know, shady characters in the past, and so Bobby was kind of around, you know, checking people out anytime he met someone new, that type of thing. But it just was kind of, I, I never really... 
I wonder if oh I wonder if that piece was there to to throw you off and make you wonder like, ooh, who's this bodyguard and why would he need a bodyguard? Like I yeah. feel like that was a supporting character to make you suspect Marty mm-hmm. because if he's in shady enough dealings that he has to have a bodyguard, like what's yeah. he doing? But a little bit more explanation about the bodyguard and why he's there would have been good. Because I actually did like Bobby. You know, it's funny because the kind of romance story that I was more shipping or that I liked more was actually Roxanne and Bobby. Yeah. Yeah, I actually was like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Because they were both, like, just, I don't know. They were just more real Yeah, about it. See, and I like I like Marty and Muriel's story, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that he was, like, kind of the dog and a little bit rougher mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just... Um, and he was tamed by Muriel. No woman could keep him down. <laughs> okay. Or I the girls warning say, though, in the bathroom. When I read the mm-hmm. end part about her finding the note in the Onyx box, oh. I was kind of like, oh, oh, okay, this is sort Who of thought sappy, it was going to be a ring? Corny. I thought it was going to be the gun, actually. Oh. I thought it was going to be that no, he killed Striker. Oh, I thought it was going to be a ring. No, I thought it was going to be a ring, too, but it was just a letter saying, I love you and I'm buying you a house. But yeah, I, I thought, thought was it was really of, sweet. That was We do have to give credit, though, that when we read Silent Patient, mm-hmm. there were all of these things mentioned in the middle that were never tied up at the end. Mm-hmm. She at least tied up and remembered, because she knows her book, that <laughs> he was unaccounted for this weekend with Muriel. Mm-hmm. And she tied it up at the end about what he was really doing. I thought that right. that's that's true. That she is did nice. at least tie up some loose ends, which I was happy about. That that showed yeah. that she really had a hold of her book and really made sure that you had answers. It for was well, things. it was for a purpose. Like yeah. it paid off somewhere in the end. But I do. I thought it was really sweet. It did make it really sad, though. Like I just felt really sad for her. Like yeah, that didn't make me sad. What made me? What did? I'll tell you what, though. I did cry in this <gasps> book. Are you serious? I am when. When she and her daughter had that moment at the end and Aww. hugged and cried, then I was that kind of that was a special up. moment. It was okay, but here's the other thing too: is like, Mom, are you done grieving yet? Yeah, kids are that do. way though. It's been like ten kids minutes. Kids are she's totally a that way. She's a teenager. She's a teenager. She would yeah, know. She, but it's all about. I yeah, her. kids are that way, man. Because I gotta like when my grandma died this year, I was like super sad, and my yeah. kids were like. Okay, when are you going to make us dinner? Like, can we go to the park now, Mom? Like, what are we doing? You know, like, they you don't... told them to shut up and go to the I, room. I did. Yeah. I was like, my grandma just died, you little brat. Like, I didn't really say that, but that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And they're like, okay, me, 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 me. So it's yeah. kind of how kids are. They really think... And especially I teenagers guess. are all about themselves. Yeah. 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 I'm hungry. <laughs> and you probably weren't. I was but perfect. Most teenagers are. But, so, the other thing, too, that this is a question I'm going to ask, too, is what was the purpose of killing Marty? I don't understand. Yeah, I the didn't. The, the mystery was already solved. All that other stuff was done. Why did that? It did not need to happen. I'm telling you, Dina, it did not need to happen. <laughs> it didn't aid in the story at all. It was done. Why kill him off? I was well, confused that's a good question, about... although I didn't think it was a bad, I mean... To me, it didn't stand out like, what? Yeah, this is it just, is. It didn't, stand, it didn't stand out to me. But it is a good question. I, I think we should ask her that. but Because um, that would be interesting to hear what she says. But I guess I just kind of thought it was because it just added more tragedy to the whole. See, story. and I mm-hmm. thought after I sat back. So 
Because there's not enough in this one. I did not. (laughs) We need more tragedy. Sure. And also, it put it to rest that Marty Mm -hmm. definitely was not the killer. Except, okay, so this is how I read it. Okay, now now you got me started. Now I got it. So (laughs) Here we go. Yeah, so then it put to rest that, oh, well, he definitely wasn't the killer. And then she found that heavy (coughs) object up in the ceiling Mm -hmm. that was wrapped in bubble wrap. And I was thinking it was a gun. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, and you know, they never did find the gun. So I was like, oh, that's a murder weapon. And he really was the killer. That, that would have been a good that twist. Been, that would have been, that nice. been a good yeah. one. So um, that's what I was thinking. I think that's why she did So it. I, my, I, I am going to say something negative. Are you okay, proud of me? Good. Yeah, do it. I did not realize till I came tonight, I showed up to to our night here saying, okay, so who killed Stryker? Mm. Like, I really didn't re- <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was left as like a, uh, okay, who, who was it? it? Like a still don't know. <laughs> and then they were like, Sherilyn, duh, it was Eva. And I'm like, how did you figure that out? And they're like, because she said the girls are safe. And I was like, uh-huh. And? And, <laughs> and so, um, in her apartment. Yeah, so I that part I think could have been a little bit more mm-hmm. Betty being like, oh, and like having a conscious or a conversation with herself about like, mm-hmm. now that I've seen the evidence of what he did, I'm going to retire when and not really prosecute her because mm-hmm. he was doing awful things and I'm just going to kind of sweep it under the rug. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that needed a little bit more of a mention because mm-hmm. if you missed that one whispered part that she whispered away... Then yeah. you you would read it and not know who saw like who did it. And so I was really confused by that. And then for me, for Eva saying that, I thought, well, it was because her dad was dead. Like because her dad, who started the porn ring, the um Henry guy, that since he's dead, the girls are safe. So it didn't I don't know, it didn't register in my head that she was the killer of Kirk. Mm. So I was super confused yeah. about how that happened. And the other part that confused me was where in the world did, like, his name was Marcos, right? Yeah. Santriano's cousin that was shady. All you ever heard about this cousin was that he was shady. And uh, then all of a sudden, he's the one who set the arson. So that was a that little... That didn't make sense either. That, that part was, was a little confusing. Yeah. Well, the whole thing with, it was it Santriano, who was the... the Tom. Politician guy. Oh, Santriano. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole thing she didn't actually finish out because he was actually, based on the book, he seemed like a pretty good guy, but then he gets, they start saying that he's was in cahoots with this whole thing, and now there's all this evidence against him because Stryker was his accountant, and Marco said he worked for him. I don't think it was real evidence, though. I think but people he went, were just saying that. But he was in that. jail, but they arrested him. So, But I think... I think he was falsely accused. Though. I actually love that part. I mean, they I'm... didn't, they didn't, she didn't clean that up though. She, yeah, but like, he was just, he clearly, his, his but surprise. He never, told, he never told anybody except for his sister that that guy was coming to him trying to get, like, well, I think he didn't want to scare his family. Like, I think it was a protecting mm. your family and he mm-hmm. wanted to figure it out first. And before mm-hmm. he goes and alert everything, you know, like, if you're in a campaign, you want to be careful what comes out. Well, so I think he wanted to kind of try to solve it himself and see what this guy's is, deal was. It's stupid, though, because he could have told the cops because it was related to Stryker somehow. He could have said, hey, this person says I owe him money because Stryker owed him money. And then it was $15,000, which is the same amount that was in Stryker's safe. Like, it but was... 
But do you been... think that maybe he didn't want to alert it in case maybe he had a hunch that Stryker did do something dirty with his campaign funds? Because if he knows Stryker has something to do with his campaign funds, and that, that Tom Cranston guy said yeah. um, said to him something about, well, now that Stryker's gone, you're responsible for it. Yeah. I think that Santriano had a feeling that, like, oh, my gosh, you know, maybe there's something shady that happened. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to figure it out was before, before he shoots himself in the foot. Like, maybe he is Which tied is in. stupid because you're actually getting yourself in more trouble because if you come clean at the very beginning like i have the no truth idea what's is going. always best just like mom yes. always taught us yes. right but do politicians are they usually very truthful no i mean he's, like, no, he's not going to be but that just wasn't resolved because at the end of it she didn't say like whether he was acquitted or anything but he was arrested and see i think that was one of my favorite parts about like the lady calling him and like him trying to explain his side. Yeah. Oh, that and made they, me so oh, upset. Oh, I love that part. I was no. like, whoa, that's a good... But, I mean, again, it's realistic because that's, I, I feel like, how media is. Yeah. You take what you say and twist yeah. it. So it's realistic, but, oh, I was cringing for well, him. Well, he kind of... Sh- well, me too. That's what I mean. Like, it had you, like, feel like a gut punch, like yeah. he did. Like, I felt it. I was like... Oh snap! Yeah, you're, yeah. Like, so, you're oh, screwed, crap. buddy. Like how I love how he was like. This? I, I was, this guy approached me at my cousin's house, yeah. my cousin Marcos's house. Oh, oh the same Marco Santriano, yeah. the one that was just arrested for the arson, and he's like, "Oh, oh shit. shit!" I didn't like know that. that. Was I loved that, Dina? Good job on that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, I thought that. Was, I feel. I, I want to feel what the characters feel. Betty Munson, though, say Eva did it. <laughs> So that's right. Eva did it and have all of them go, yeah, Eva did it. And then it would be more clear. Or, (laughs) I don't need that. Or her have a a monologue in her head. The butler did it. After. (laughs) Or have like a monologue in her head about like, you know. There was kind of, because when, when Parker found all that stuff in the guy's house, um, Betty did mention like going through it and like what they found from it. So I guess, you know, putting together that Eva had the same marks and that these were called like the Orion kids or something like that. You could sort of piece mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It wasn't like direct. It wasn't spread. It, yeah, it, what I knew that Eva did it, but yeah. when you said that, I kind of did think back and and thought, yeah, you know what? It never was it, clearly spelt out like yeah. Eva did it for Sorry, sure. That's true. I clearly no, but no, that that's out. a good point because I I started thinking about that too. I was like, you know, yeah, they didn't do that. They yeah. didn't go. This is exactly how she did it. So, you know, I. I, I, I get that. Well, but. that's why I have my book club friends who, yeah, when I that's a good thing. Can tell you who the killer is? I thought it would have been interesting. I've done this in a couple books. Maybe I'm a bad reader. I thought it would have been interesting if Lily had done it who? and tried to pin it oh. on her sister. Lily, the oh, twin. Oh, the twin. Did yes. it and tried to pin it on her sister. That would have been an interesting twist. That would have been a really good twist. Where it turns out she was like uber abused and getting vengeance. Well, they both were abused. Well, no, yeah. Well, it said that they didn't know if she was or not. No, they knew Eva because Eva did like those daddy love cards Mm -hmm. where she... Like, she seemed to like it, and, like, she was a daddy's girl about it, yeah. whereas Lily was like, I knew it was wrong, and Who I started else? to step away. And, she's, and Lily was like, I, and I'm over it. I know you think that everybody needs to be, yeah. you know, never get mm. over it, but I did oh, get yeah. over it. I do like that, though, because it does show that it doesn't completely damage everybody, and some yeah. people do move past it. Right. Yeah. 
But who else was like, oh, snap, when they were peeling off, I could just, so like, I have kids that make macaroni cards. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> they fall off. And like, when I was reading the part about like chipping away the little macaroni pieces. Yeah. And there was like Eva's name. No, yeah. I was like, I was what? like, oh, Eva was not the brightest star in Orion, apparently. I no, mean, but that really. part was awesome. I think, I think she was maybe playing him, or I don't know how this worked. I don't know if she was in some weird relationship with Stryker, like some sexual mommy or like daddy daughter thing, and then she found out that he was doing this ring. Or if she found out about the ring and then she was tricking him to learn more, like or like I don't know. What I wonder that what was. the age difference between Stryker and Eva is because maybe Stryker abused her when she was little too, you know, like was part yeah. of the abuse, and then she, um, and then like she still had those same kind of feelings for him the way her dad did, kind of like that. Would what's be a what's good that? Sy- what's that Dina syndrome for the writer? Is it Stockholm? Yeah, Stockholm oh, Syndrome, oh, yeah. where you, like, have that. And maybe she had that kind of same thing with him because mm-hmm. she had it with her dad. Maybe. Could be. Because one of the things, too, is, like, because she had those burn marks. It was, like, the Orion kid thing, mm-hmm. right? So after her dad died, though, she should she would have still been known in the ring. So was she then passed on to someone else? And maybe that was Stryker she was passed on yeah. to. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean, they said that in the ring, said, yeah, there other, was over 200 players. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is that she's, like, she told her neighbor, oh, my dad is dead. Or, like, my dad died when Stryker died. Yeah. that was why she was mm-hmm. all upset. So, like, maybe he took the place of her dad after mm-hmm. he passed away. Yeah. Yeah, so uh-huh. maybe he was older. And maybe- I think she had some unhealthy feelings towards her abusers, you know, like... Yeah. She really had well, some. Well, that's all that's you know about how healthy love feelings is. Are, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's yeah. a healthy feeling if you hate your abusers. Okay, I also love the part about Detective Betty Munson's son coming across the crime scene photos and mm-hmm. being like, you know, they're sitting there talking about like these weird markings on his mm-hmm. abdomen and they yeah. can't figure out what it is. And how yeah, he's I like, like that too. Mom, oh, just you know, that's Orion. Because, like, yeah. I loved that. I was like, that is awesome. Like, I love that twists cute. like that. Yeah. That was really cute. But again, that also kind of bothered me too. And it's like she goes to Marty's ha- or Benning's house and was like, So you have a telescope, eh? Like, he's a rich dude <laughs> and like a penthouse, okay? Of course, everyone has, he's going to have a telescope. But she was like phoning it in. I feel like she was just looking for stuff to blame it on him. Oh, you happen to have a telescope. The stars are up in the sky. Like, <laughs> well, I think it was also because he could be spying on his on Stryker. Mm-hmm. No, I thought she was trying to say it was because he knew the stars, so he yeah, know that's what, what I thought. Oh, I thought it was because he was spying on Stryker. No, no, cause... she was trying to tie it into the Orion thing. Yeah, like oh, he would know the constellation, <clears throat> so he would know the. He's got a telescope. He obviously likes the stars. Yes, he must be an astronomer. Like, but when you're a detective, that's what you do, though, is you have to take every little insignificant thing, whether you know it's evidence or not. I was just listening to a dateline about this. Yeah. <laughs> where you have to take every little piece, whether you know it's evidence or not, and try to create it into something. So, okay, I'm going to pause you there, because that's one of the things that bothers me about the judicial system. Yep. Is me that too. they look for things and then they twist it. They yes. actually don't look with the... Uh, well, I don't like that either. Like when they coerce confessions? Yeah. No. Kind of thing. And of course it's awful. But oh. I'm just saying like when they go to a crime scene, they don't really know when they walk into somebody's home. 
Like, well, this, yeah, they write stuff down. I mean, they're like, they don't really know what is evidence, so they're yeah. just like marking everything yeah. and trying to see what fits and, you know, like what is evidence. And they piece together, like, was this yeah. somebody's possession or was it something the killer left behind? Like, is this a random knife that belongs in her kitchen or yeah. did the killer bring it? Like, you know, they have to tie pieces together like that. So I think that that's kind of all she had to grasp at at that point. Well, I mean, and, I get that to a certain extent, but the other thing, too, that bothered me about this detective was when she talked to Muriel, and Muriel's like, yeah, you know, Benning was with me all night. Was he with you all night? Yeah. Are you sure about that? Like, again, she was trying to, like, make her double, like, check herself, like, well, I guess I'm sleeping, so I wasn't sure if he was there. That bothered me, too. Again, I felt like she... But they she, do that, though. I know, which is what makes me angry, and why, like, again, it, I think it was realistic, as I mentioned before. I feel that this is a realistic, phoned-in detective character, but it still made me very angry. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, that was a douchey thing to do. Because in, cause in Muriel, it affects her relationship, too, with him. Because uh-huh. she's like, well, was he there? Like, that right, because she is doesn't want to lie. Yeah. Well, but it is, that is messed up. That, that is so what they do, though. Like, I know, and it's so wrong. It is so wrong. But, it's wrong, but, you know, it Unless could, somebody it, woke up in the really middle of the night and murdered somebody. Because, honestly, when I'm sleeping... My husband can get up and down, and I have no idea. He could be gone out murdering somebody. I'm an insomniac. I have no idea. And I sneak out of bed all the time, and I'll go up and like clean the house and do stuff. Mm. And Steve wakes up, and he's like, "When did you do this?" Your mm. husband. <laughs> That's not a generic name. No. <laughs> but like, he wakes up, and he's like, "What?" You know, like I can do all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, maybe I could murder someone. Maybe. Dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I'm going to keep this in the back of my mind. Yeah. I'm going to be with one eye open tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so, Careful so when you sleep. <laughs> Sherilyn. I would start she giggling. I if live. I had to stand over anybody, I would just giggle the whole time. That would be, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, giggle with the That gun. would be my... The giggler. <laughs> the giggler killer. <laughs> 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 it's so creepy. Yeah. Uh, wow. That was creepy. That was really creepy. That was. <laughs> that concerns me, especially the fact that you talked about stalking Dina earlier. I know. You're doing some weird. Uh, she's going to be She's going to be so creeped out. She's like these ladies are weird. Yeah. Some ladies are weird. <laughs> We're but, not stalkers, Dina. No, I'm not. So like I say, I I did like that the characters were realistic on one hand because mm-hmm. I did appreciate that. But then on the other hand, sometimes I just want, you know, like a Sherlock Holmes cleverness where, you know, it would never really be that way that he can pick up all this different stuff. But it's, um, it's more interesting or intriguing for me mm-hmm. to read rather than like, oh, this is how a case would actually go down. Because then it's like, you know, watching Dateline or something where you're like, ah, oh, stupid cops. See, and I like... Making a murderer. I listen yes. to a lot. I, I've i mentioned this before. All I do yeah. all day while I'm auditing is listen to crime podcasts. So I feel like I'm really well-versed <laughs> yeah. on true crime. And I feel like how she wrote was believable. And I didn't read like, oh, okay, yeah, that's not what would happen. Like, it was yeah. exactly kind of what would happen. Like, and I liked the... Um, 
I liked all the different characters we've threw out. I liked the Parker, you know, the eager guy trying to catch mm-hmm. a break so he can be this big journalist mm-hmm. and how he just started kind of stalking everybody. Like, mm-hmm. I liked that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how he just decided, like, oh, I'm going to go with it because that's kind of how mm-hmm. they would be. And journalists are really nosy And sometimes. it was a little tense when he was in... Oh, um, Tom Cranston's house. I was kind of so tense. Yeah, yeah, I was a bit that was good. That. Yeah, that was I was good. super freaked out. Like I couldn't go to sleep that night till I finished reading the whole part because <laughs> yeah. and yes. it was like super late. I'm like, I'm not putting this down. I got to find out what's gonna happen that, to Parker. Yeah, yeah is that, he gonna get caught or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that was one of my that favorite parts. Good. Yeah, because it was very suspenseful. Like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? Yeah. He's gonna get caught. Yeah, I like that. That was good. good so. Work. Should we wrap it up? Or does anybody have anything else to say about the in our discussion section? No, I think should we wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, no, I really, yeah, really okay. enjoyed it, Dina. Thank it's you a lot so much. harder to um, to review a book, I think, when you like it. Yeah, you and you don't just hate the book. Trash it all the whole hour. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's easier to trash than it is to say positive things. That's sad. That is sad. But yeah, that's a really sad thing right there. No, it is true because I'm like, can I list all things I like? No, I can't think of those, but I can think of all the things I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's not weird. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very Yeah, it's very well, strange. I really did like the writing. That's what I like yeah. the, the best. And, you know, honestly, when you keep reading true crime books or watch yeah. true crime stories, they all kind of start to become the same. Yeah, and yes. They were yeah. so yeah so and that's anyway, why I say like good. it was you know it was pretty standard I think mm-hmm. uh, mystery yeah um, but she had great character development I don't think yep. any of us can she's really deny writer. that most of them were great she's a good writer um, sure. I do wish Eva was explored a little bit more yes I agree I think I wanted to hear more about Eva. I think Eva was an interesting character. And yeah. then I would have... So if I, I like when we talk about like what we would have done differently or yeah. what we could have asked for more. So I would have liked more information on Eva. I think she was really fascinating. Yes. And I would like to hear more about... Um, this sounds bad. I don't want to hear more about a child prostitution or a child porn ring. But I would like to hear more about you know the Why witch hunt she, that yeah. happened from that. Yes. And the I liked that the different people in it were like people within communities. Because that's such a big topic right now. I mean, yeah. these types of porn rings are being released. Um, discovered right now and so I really liked her book that it wasn't just a simple killing thing she pulled something in that actually is like greatly affecting her nation and there are just I mean there's teachers involved in them there's boy scout leaders there's Mm -hmm. all these different things that are people that you would think politicians yeah there's people that you think would just be um that you could trust and they're ingrained in these really seedy dark sides. So I did like how she pulled that in. Cause I mm-hmm. think that that's something we don't talk about enough. We kind of mm-hmm. pretend like it's not happening. Mm-hmm. So I would have liked that a little bit more developed and I would have liked to know more about why Benning was killed. I didn't understand why yeah. Marty Benning was killed. Cause it was, it seemed like strikers killing or death and Marty's death were really similar. And, but mm. where did, how did Marcos play into that? Like what is his deal? Yeah, I don't understand. Was he part either. of it too? Like that part was the only part was a little cloudy for me, but it was enough for me to look over, you know, it was insignificant right. enough for me to go. Eh, well, I okay. think Marco was just kind of involved in all kinds of seedy crap. I mean, he was just, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And Centriano kind of made a point of saying that, but yeah, mm-hmm. it just seemed really coincidental. But was he, but was he directly involved with that? I, I think if, if it would have been actually probably smarter for Centriano if he had told Mar- Marco that he would hire him just so he could keep tabs on him. 
to where he could tell him to do things rather than him being out there unleashed thinking. Because even at the end of that barbecue, he's like, yeah, I'm going to work for him. So you knew he was going to start coming up with his own crazy crap. Yeah. So he should have been like, okay, let me tell you what to do or just giving mm-hmm. him stupid side jobs to do. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have killed Benning. I thought that that was completely pointless. I don't understand that at all. Um, I would have made sure that um, the politician Santorini got off. Mm-hmm. at the end because he actually seemed like a really decent guy yeah i liked book. him i liked his his family and like yes like how I didn't he wanna... worked at his parents he'd go I like know. help them bag groceries like i really cute. liked him that I, was sweet that's why i made yeah. me upset that i didn't want him to be in trouble at the end because he seemed like such a nice guy. i feel like it would have gotten weaved out though like i feel like you know i mean he I, had i don't think he had anything to do with it and i think they I don't think they'll, they'll, they're gonna figure it he out he was collateral damage and they'll yeah. figure it out they'll figure it out I in the next know. book. I don't know. No, not Because everybody's time. dead. So the only people, if all the bad guys that are left, Maybe I'll Muriel say and Santriano in... will get together. Gross. Ooh. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, just... But so... I, I do think, though, that if you want to continue killing Benning or whatever in this book, that's fine. But like Cheryl mentioned it earlier. It Okay. <laughs> but in my, in my revision, whatever, if he would have died, I would have liked it if there had been a gun. Then it would have been like he would have been the bad yeah. guy, but and then that would have been kind of an interesting or twist. somebody in the porn ring killing Marty because of he had some more information on it, like you know, like Stryker getting killed for this way because Eva, you know, yeah. getting retaliation for the porn ring, yeah. but then all the members of the porn ring because it coming to light, well, finding out somehow something? Marty Maybe, was tied in. Are we missing something? Maybe mm-hmm. she, that was why she killed. Benning I don't know, off. Be a good question. No, I want to ask Dina why she so. killed. I want to. Yeah. yeah. The other thing too is, um, I didn't, I didn't like all of the unnecessary guilt that it put on Bobby, his bodyguard. That because really, I really grew to like Bobby a lot, like Bobby and Roxanne. But that's super oh, really? realistic. I thought that was no. a silly relationship. Really, oh, I, I liked, liked it. It was yeah. like pure physical. They're like, "You're an ass. You're an ass." All right, let's do this. Yeah. No, <laughs> I liked theirs too. <laughs> I liked theirs too. That was funny. But I think that that's really realistic, though, because like think about how many times like people like their friends will commit suicide and then they find yeah. out like they called them and they were sleeping and they missed the call and they live with that forever. Or like your grandma dies or somebody dies like in a car accident yeah. and like you didn't reach out when you were going to call and you, you ditched them. Well, like those are real I'm, things that happen. So I thought that it was realistic. I know, but he already had such a tragic story already. Yeah. It's like, don't add tragedies just for the sake of tragedy. Like it didn't aid in anything. I didn't feel like, like it just, uh, but okay. anyway, so I would have kept Benning alive at the end, and then happily ever after. Okay, what would have been your ending? Well, there were two two different endings that I thought would have been kind of cool. Like one, and I already mentioned them both. Mm-hmm. One, if Lily, the twin, had become been, the, been the murderer and set her sister up somehow. Mm-hmm. That would have been kind of an interesting twist. Or if uh, Benning really had been the murderer. Mm-hmm. And she went up there and found the gun instead of that sappy note. <laughs> the sappy note. It, it wasn't really a sappy note. Okay. Okay, so now let's do our rating. So on a scale Viagra to Caverject. Yes. What do you think, Tanisha? Um, I'm going to give it uh, Stendra. I'm going to go right in the middle with my Stendra. That's in, like a number three. That's a number three-er. 
Um, and I was going to mention to Cheryl, you were right about the caverject. It is administered oh. in like the okay. penis, Thank not you very inside much. the. Anyway, but side <laughs> note, I would, um, yeah, I would uh, do Stendra. Okay, so she's giving it a three Stendra. I'm giving it a four Levitra. Mm-hmm. I really loved the book. I think that I don't if know that I've really ever read a book. If you loved it, then why aren't you giving it a Caverject? No, and I have. Well, I don't know that I'll give any book ever a caver. You know, yeah, a five because it's really yeah. hard. Like I, you know, it's not. I don't because I, I feel like if we give every book a five, then it's like kind of well, fake. But for yeah, me, we, we this is a five would be life changing. Right? Life changing. Like, that would be a book that. But I really absolutely like, oh love the book. Gosh. I think it was a great book. I closed yeah. it and said like to my husband, like that was an amazing book. Loved it. Like. But, so for me, it's a four or four and a half. So for me, I, I, if you really do love a book, you can't put that baby down. You, you sacrifice sleep for it. Yeah, like, I, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, and it took you guys how long? Oh, that was quit. not the author's oh, fault. Yeah. I went saying, on vacation. I'm just Work saying. has been insane, and my brain's been filled with researching things at night. I'm just saying, girls. And her, she well, had. <laughs> so, Dina, it's not your fault that it took me forever to read. Life's been hectic. Mom life. Hashtag mom life. So, um, yeah. Yeah, Me too. And but I, I give say, it a four, so a Levitra. When I started reading it, I was like, I wanted to keep putting it up, but then picking it up. But when I put it down for a while and mm. I get busy doing something else, then I kind of forget about it. Not just this book, but any book. So, well, except you're right. There are a couple yeah. of books that I was like, I made time for. But yes. I think this particular genre maybe isn't so, because it's, it's a, Typical, kind of, you know, well-known, lots of people write this genre. So it's kind of more one of the same type of things. But I also give this book a Levitra rating, a four rating. Mm -hmm. It didn't change my life, so I can't say Caverject. I don't believe either of you, but that's just... (laughs) You don't know. You don't know how I feel about it. I do. I just have to say I loved the writing and I did connect. And I think probably our age, since we're the same age, I probably connected a little bit. I liked her writing. I was engaged. I liked Mm -hmm. parts where I was like, yes, I love crime. Mm-hmm. Right, like things about crime, and yeah. um, I didn't guess the ending, so I was happy with all of that. Mm. Yeah, it was entertaining for me. It definitely doesn't warrant a three. I didn't go, meh, it was all right. Like, well, that's not how no. I felt. I felt like, oh, it was a great book, it was good. And I've told people to read it since then. I've been like, yeah, it was a really good book, it was interesting and kept mm. me guessing, and the writing was great. So, I, I don't think it's a mediocre book, I think it's above mediocre. Which is a four, Lavitra lady. So okay, well now mm. Tanisha's looking at me, and I'm kind of thinking, well, <gasps> maybe it was a four minus. Mm. I mean, it probably could have been better. Maybe in the middle between three and four. Or... Yeah, it could be a Lavitra minus. Mm-hmm. But okay, just low dose Lavitra. Does that dose. give it like a three point eight then? Hmm. Mm. Well, I think it's, uh, I, well, I, you rated yeah, it a Levitra like... plus. I'm rating it a Levitra minus, and you rated it 
what did you yeah. say? Sia- Asendra. No, Sendra. Yeah. Asendra. So I would say that's a pretty solid Levitra. No, it is not. <laughs> Fuck you. It is not a Levitra. I will. Oh, solid Levitra. No pun intended. You liar. <laughs> um, no, it is not a Levitra. Um, it was a straight up Levitra. <laughs> No, it was a 45 angle Lenitra. <laughs> like a crooked one? <laughs> no! <laughs> it's a broken to the right to the left. <laughs> a little bit more to the right. It's a pretzel. Um No, I'd say so it's like a 3.75, 3.8. Okay. Okay. 3.8. There we go. I think that's her highest rating though. Definitely. Out of all of our books, that's our highest rating. Yep. So far, so, this was by far the best book that we've read. Yes. By Can far. you at least agree to that? So far, it's been the best oh, book Oh, come we've on. Read. You cannot tell me that the power was better than this. You cannot say You the... just like the idea of the power. The book but itself it, is trash. It's all about delivery of a book, too. No, it, no, it is. No, I, I like this book. I like mysteries. Overall. If people were to say, hey, is there a mystery? It's like, yeah, you could try this one, but... Yeah. Well, that's good. That's... And, would, and would you read anything else by Dina Santorelli? I thought about it. So she has a trilogy. I'm... Yeah, I thought about picking the, up the It's trilogy. the Baby Grand trilogy. Yeah. And I thought about doing it, too. Like, yeah. I think in my spare time I want to read her trilogy. Oh, um, each one of us should get a book on the trilogy, and we can just oh, fun. share. Yeah, I think, I think I will. I would pick up another yeah, one me of too. her books. I really enjoy reading a book that from somebody that can write. Yeah. So... Well, I have issues sometimes with, like, series, because I always like their, like, first and second one, and then they kind of tend to taper. Yeah, so. like Fifty Shades of Grey, you didn't get through that whole series. I didn't go through the first book, Cray yeah, Cray. Actually, I couldn't get through the whole first book. Either. I read them, and they're just oh my painful. God, again. That's hurtful. Yeah. Um, all right, but yeah, so overall, we give it a Stendra Plus. Stendra Plus. Okay, oh. well... <laughs> a levitra minus no levitra is four to five whatever hmm. it was not in the three range it was in a, it was a four in the four range somewhere this is in mid. I'm mid giving it a 4.9. 4. She's giving it a 4.1. No, and you're giving no. it a 3.5. Then I'll so, give it a 2. Shut <laughs> up. No. No. Whatevs. Okay. okay. Well, thank you so much, everybody, okay. for joining yeah, us. I'm excited Thanks. to talk to Dina and to see um, how she, to just get some answers to just a few of those questions. Yeah, so check back. So, and Dina. I want to see if I'm right about the age thing. <laughs> So Dina, you can tell me in secret, Dina. You don't have to say it all to everybody. The author Dina Santorelli has agreed to record a Q and A episode with us, which we're really excited about. This will yeah, be our very yeah, first one. So, be so, fun. so um, we're really eager to ask some questions. We also, if anybody is out there is listening and you have a question for the author that you would like us to ask her, yeah. send us a message or comment, um, and we will make sure to give a shout out and ask the author. Um. We also, in a minute, after we close out this podcast, we're going to pick our winner for who gets our hard copy of the In the our Red. Wiener. Our keep, wiener. Oh, my God. Pick our wiener of the drunk. In the Red by Dina Santorelli. Um, so the book that I actually bought, we are going to be autographing it and pick, sending it to one lucky person who entered our um, giveaway. 
So we will be posting that very shortly. Um, and we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.